What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a special guest today. Her name is Brittany Carbone, and she is a healthy lifestyle expert coach, founder of the Lifestyle Method, uh, which is a program designed to help elevate women in all aspects of their life. She is an addiction recovery advocate, motivational speaker, fitness influencer, and professional WBFF professional fitness model. During her eight plus years in corporate, Brittany gained more than 65 pounds in a year while traveling nonstop for work. It was then hitting rock bottom in her body that she made the ultimate commitment to uplevel her life, lifting heavy crap and tapping into the woo woo. Her mission is to inspire non-negotiable self-care and to guide women to their highest potential and joy. You guys, this conversation is so good. I can't wait for you guys to listen in. So let's turn it over to the chat. All right, Brittany, I am so pumped to have you on the show. I know our listeners are like chomping in the bit after I did the intro, they're probably like, oh crap, no, I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear. I can't wait to hear. So before we dig in, before we dig in, welcome. I'm so pumped to have you. Um, Tell us a little bit about your story. Who is Brittany? What is your experience? How did you get to where you are? All the good stuff. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Your energy is everything. Like I, I'm like genuinely smiling right now. I'm like so stoked to be here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so who am I? Man, who am I? Oh, all right. That's a big um, question. Yeah. <laughs> well, at my goal, no, um, I am a fitness nutrition lifestyle coach for women. Um, you know, entrepreneur. Um, I am a WBFF fitness pro. Um, and I'm a lover of life. <laughs> like I really love, love being on this earth. Um you know, my story, you know, I was born and, uh, when I was born, I think I was, I was, uh, ready for the world and, um, let's see. Okay. Gosh. I'm like, which way do we want to go with this? We're going to go straight in. So basically I feel like I have to say this. I don't know if there's someone that's listening or someone who's going to listen that might need to hear this, but you know, when I was born, uh, when I was younger, I felt different than everyone. I felt a separate like I was separate, not a part of, I didn't really feel connected to people. Um, and as how that played out as I got older, as I, um, you know, this insecurity in my body really developed where I started to feel like super self-conscious. And I know a lot of us go through that when we're younger, especially, you know, we're becoming women and we're like, what is that thing coming out of my chest? <laughs> and like, Why do I have curves and all these different yeah. things that come up? but it really made me feel separate then. And around 13, 14, 15, I started to 
get really obsessive that my body was changing different than other girls. And what that created was a separateness and an insecurity. So I found an older crowd to hang out with and I started drinking and drinking was a magic pill for me. It was like, well, magic, you know, beverage for me that really took away that separateness, insecurity, and uncomfortable uncomfortability in my skin. Yeah. And the second I drank, I would feel smart enough, pretty enough, funny enough, all the things I was just enough. And so from like 15 throughout college or throughout high school, throughout college, I was really struggling with body image you know, thinking I was eating properly, but not, I was a high school and college athlete. Um, so I would go on these back and forth diets, but would realize I wasn't eating enough. And it was just kind of a hot mess drinking on the weekends, really blacking out a lot, getting into trouble, but then cleaning it up. And it was just kind of this mishmash of like, who am I? Yeah. And, um, and also like, why do I feel so separate? And why do I feel like I have to you know, fit in, in this way. And so the drinking kind of progressed, not kind of a lot. (laughs) I I was at UCLA. And when I was at, when I was in college, it was just like this total mess of like perfectionism during the week, blow it up every weekend, fix it Monday through Friday, Friday night hits, blow it up again. And a lot of me trying to be someone I wasn't Um, And really trying to play this part or this role of structured human who shows up perfectly. And then because it was so exhausting to be that person, having to release that every single weekend and, you know, go periods of time without drinking and drinking is a big part of my story, which is why I'm leading with that. But um, I, you know, would struggle. And so I never thought I had a problem because it wasn't every day. And fast forward, I graduate college and I'm like, it's not cute to black out anymore, (laughs) nor is it like socially acceptable. So when I was 22, I got sober. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Got sober. I've been sober for 13 plus years. And when I got sober, the food stuff came back up with a vengeance. Mm. And the body image and the struggle, I mean, just struggling with my body and the negative self-talk beating myself up. And it wasn't until I I met a mentor that was like, you don't have to feel like this. You know, you didn't get sober to be, to be miserable. You got sober to have an expansive life. And that's when I really got into the fitness and nutrition. And I, you guys, I'm telling you right now, I have tried 
every single diet, cleanse, pill, machine that erases fat. Like you, people are like, oh, you'll never believe I did this thing. I'm like, I did it twice, you know, (laughs) trust me, girl. I'm like, I've tried it all. And the only thing that I found that actually works wasn't beating the shit out of myself, excuse my language, um, wasn't, you know, negative self-talking. It wasn't juice cleanses. It wasn't fasting for seven days. It wasn't any of that. What it was, was consistent self-love consistently showing up for myself and flipping the script on the dialogue in my head of you have to do this or eat this because you're not enough to, I love you so much that I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to show up for you. And that's when everything started changing for me. Um, and so really it's like the story of, you know, perpetually uncomfortable in my skin, not enoughness and pushing through finding alcohol to numb that out to going, wait a second. I put this drink down my, you know, ED, ED for lack of, you know, that's probably really what it was eating disorder, body dysmorphia, all of that stuff to fast forward now where my relationship with my body is like, no matter where I'm at physically, I've still actually truly love myself, which is yeah. shocking to me. <laughs> um, and so, and then hopefully, you know, being a light for people who are stuck in that cycle, that binge restrict, whether it's food shopping, boys, credit card, whatever, you know, um, a binge is a binge is a binge. So getting out of the cycle of all of that. Oh, I love this so much. There's so many, there's so many things that I want to like unpack and dig into. The first thing that I want to ask you is this, this weekend, like self-sabotage cycle. I feel Mm -hmm. like this is something that I hear so often from clients. Like I can do so good Monday through Friday. And then come, come Friday night. I'm like, woo. And then it's like all hell breaks loose and Friday through Sunday, it's free for all. Like, what was it for you that really, really helped you break that cycle and just be able to create this consistent lifestyle that Monday through Sunday, like kind of looked the same and whatever, you know? Right. Right. It's so funny. Cause actually, as you're saying that I'm thinking, it's actually easier for me on the weekends because I'm out doing stuff. So like oh, now yeah. weekends are, are easier, nice. but, um, you know, I think that the, the breaking of the cycle is realizing that like, it's not being perfect mm, because that perfectionism is like you, most people, you know, most of the clients that I coach, they're like, oh, well I screwed up Saturday night. So Sunday was a mess too. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think that our mindset is like, oh, if I, the analogy I use is if you were walking and you were using a GPS and it was saying, you know, turn right, turn, turn left, da, 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 and you're following it. And then all of a sudden you realize you put in the wrong address and you're like, I just walked a mile in the wrong direction. Would you say, screw it? I'm just not going to go and keep walking the wrong way. No, you would <laughs> redirect, put in the new GPS and you would turn back and go the right way. Yeah. You wouldn't just keep going the wrong I way. I love that. But I think that our, our minds say like, oh, I screwed it, screwed up in this perfectionism for me, at least would manifest as, well, I screwed up. Let's finish the job of screwing it up. Let's just blow shit up. And then Monday will be perfect. Yeah. We're suddenly going to start to change on Monday, <laughs> right? Like, like, like magically, magic moment, right? right. And like, and like, I'm sorry, but you know, it doesn't work that way. So yeah. what I urge people to do is like, let's say you have a, you go out to dinner and you act out on old behaviors. Cool. Wake up the next day and do not change your food. Just f- get right back on, just get right back on whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe drink some extra water or go for a walk, but not with the energy of, I need to walk this off. Yes. I need to undo my mistake. You'll find that one little weekend, one little, you know, meal isn't going to blow up everything. Just like one meal, isn't going to make you 10 pounds lighter or whatever. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. And I love that. And, and that mindset of the all or nothing, like have to be perfect or else Mm -hmm. like it is so damaging, so damaging and so exhausting, like Mm -hmm. so exhausting. I've lived that life as well. Like I, I'm like, I was the yo-yo queen. I was either all on or I was all off and there was no in between. Like I did not know how to do that. I was like, I either know how to fully commit or not at all. And as soon as I figured out how to be like, okay, wait, hold on. If there's actually not an end goal, like there's Mm -hmm. actually not a, I have to be this weight and this size and look this way by January 18th or else it was like, no, this is life. This is life. This is forever. And as soon as I got rid of that and was like, oh no, I'm just committed forever. Mm -hmm. It was like one meal, even one weekend, if you have a weekend, whatever was no longer like, oh my gosh, now I've screwed it all up. And now I'm this, and now I spiral and everything goes down from there. So that little shift too, Cause I'm like, as I'm listening to your story, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I used to do that. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and I was like, what, ha- what helped me? And I was trying to like figure that out. And right. that, that was definitely one of them because then I think we do that. We're like, oh, by this vacation or, or right. by this, whatever, or by this wedding or by this. And it's like, stop, like make healthy choices because you want to feel good forever. Like just that forever. part. Yes. Oh, and I think that that's also the thing. And like, I was like wanting to jump in. Sorry. I'm like, I got to say this. No, but it, it's like, it's like, that's the, what you just said, like wanting to feel good forever. Cause what I know through my own evidence, and I don't think people like we can tell this to a blue, blue in the face, but unless we experience it on our own, I'm like, how do I want to feel Sunday morning? Do yeah. I want to feel like Oh God, I wish I didn't eat that. And not because, oh, that was quote unquote wrong or bad, but because it actually doesn't feel good in my body. Like there's certain foods I'm like, that is so not worth it because I know what that feels like for the next two days, you know? And it's like, sometimes it is worth it. Sometimes you're like, screw it. I'm never going to have this again. Like, or this is, you know, once in a lifetime moment or whatever. And we're like willing to pay the consequence, but sometimes it's like, no, actually this isn't worth it because I know the next day I feel food hungover or I just feel foggy or just, you know, I don't feel great. And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm pretty much, you know, if I'm addicted to anything now, it's feeling good. I'm like, I just want to feel good and clear and aligned and healthy. Um, and that kind of drives my choices. I love that. I love that. Cause if you think about it, why do you work out? because it makes you feel so good. Like when you're done, you're like empowered and you feel strong and you like have those endorphins. That's Mm -hmm. why you keep showing up. You don't, you're not going to be motivated to keep showing up to work out just because you want to fit into the pants. Like you got to re like really rein it into why do I actually want to work out? Why do I actually want, why do I even want to fit into those pants? Because you're going to feel good. Like we want to feel, we, we crave that feeling And yet I think lots of times we mix up what we're actually going for. And so then we miss out on all of the feeling good in the process Mm -hmm. focused on those things. You would stay committed. You'd stay excited about it. You'd stay like that would become your norm because you're 
you're raising your awareness around those things. And I think that's really pivotal too. A hundred percent. And I think that if we get, I think that like right now, most people not, I mean, I shouldn't generalize, but a lot of people are used to feeling bad. So when they feel good, it feels weird. So I always tell the women I coach, like we want to flip that so that, you know, that you get, you get this staying power in feeling good so that when you dip out of that feeling, you're like, oh yeah, that doesn't work. Totally. Versus it being this foreign territory of like, oh, I feel good. Like when is the other shoe going to drop? Yeah. I think that's so common too, is people start to feel good. And then it's like, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. This is so strange. Like I've got to do something about it because they're so used to feeling crappy. And yeah. Like, Ugh. yeah. So that's something you got to work through too. Like you actually just got to know that you can feel that good all the time. Right. Like, and okay. Not all the time. You have your moments, right? Most of the time, really most of the time. Um, okay. Another thing I want to unpack you, you mentioned self-love, you mentioned reaching your goals through self-love. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people do it backwards mm-hmm. and they do it out of shame, out of guilt, out of mm-hmm. disgust, all of those things. And that doesn't work. So mm-hmm. talk to us about how you reach your goals through self-love instead. Yeah, I have to, I got this visual of, you know, or not this visual, but this flashback, I used to have these post-it notes and I would put them around my house and they would say, you're not, you're not big, uh, small enough to eat. You are, you know, get, do 20 sit-ups, whatever, all these negative things. And they would work for a little bit. I would do, I'd be like, yeah, you're right. Post-it note. <laughs> I should be doing 20 sit-ups instead of eating. Right. And like, it was like an extreme thing where I put yeah. these things up to try to like motivate myself. And again, it would work for a little bit, but I wouldn't stay there. Um, because fitness felt punishing food felt punishing. Everything was in this punishing place and your body is going to say enough. Like our mind and body is connected so much and the energy behind it is so different. When we come out at a place of like, I'm going to make this meal because I know I'm going to feel really good after yeah. not because I need to fit in those jeans, but because and and the, the weight or the body will show up as a side effect of the actions. But the, the, um, way in which we approach it, I've found with, you know, all the people in my orbit, the people who are in this, like beating themselves up place have a much different, um, relationship with the, the body fat loss or transformation and the people who have more self-love about it and change the script about it usually stay there. But the other people typically go back, you do that yo-yo diet cycle. Mm-hmm. So coming from a, of a place of like, um, not being punishing, I think is the, the biggest thing and it being about showing up for yourself. Um, so the way I, that comes up, um, is, you know, I'm drinking my water because this is going to make me feel good. Really connecting with how you actually feel about it with mo- most of us are pretty disconnected and how things actually make us feel. I love that. I love that. I had a client that lost like 70 pounds, mm-hmm. 70 pounds, and still did not feel good enough. Did not feel confident. Did not feel like she had surpassed her quote unquote goal, but until she dug into the mindset work and the language and the beliefs and really shifted what she was saying to herself, what she was thinking, Mm -hmm. nothing changed. And I'm like, how powerful is that? Because you can literally 
like I focus so much on the mindset side of our wellness journey with my clients, because I see how crucial it is. You can literally not have lost any weight, but be working on it, be doing the things, be working on your thoughts, be saying different things. And you'll see a different person in the mirror. You will be like, holy crap, girl, like, look at you go. And you have not changed yet. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's so powerful. The words we say. And so I love that you brought that up, like reaching your goals through self-love. It is, it's so much easier. And I feel like it is the only way that you can create sustainable, sustainable habits and results, because if you do it from shame and hate and guilt, you're going to hate the process. It's going to feel crappy and you're going to run. Like you're not going to be able to stick with it. Yeah. You're not going to be able to stick with it. And, and like you said, you know, the first, after the first show, I lost 70 pounds as well. And it was like, I stood on stage in my first show and that was the main moment I realized it was mindset because I was on stage at my lowest weight. And I literally was thinking you are still not enough. Oh my God. You're still not enough. So like, what is it then? And that's when I dove into the mindset work and it's, it's not as exciting for people in the beginning. Cause they're like, <laughs> right? they're like, no, I want to see the physical results. And I'm like, they'll I come That's the process. So we probably attract similar people if we lead with that, but you know, it's yeah. hard. I mean, it's hard as coaches not to be like lose 10 pounds in 10 days, because that's what people want. That's what they think they want. Yeah. And it's like this tricky thing. Cause I'm like, no, no, no. But what, you know, I have to, I have to trick you into the mindset work. <laughs> it's like, I know. It's like, that's why, I mean, my freaking podcast is like, dear crap, the unsexy habits that lead to a legendary life. Like these are the yeah. things that like, you can say them all day and people are going to be like, man, yeah, whatever. It's right. like, whatever. I don't want to, but it's so life-changing. It's uh-huh. so life-changing these things. And like the words you say, the thoughts you think the they lead to your feelings, they lead to your actions, they lead to your results. So I know you want the results. I know you do. Yes. Freaking trust us. You need all of this stuff. You need like the roots. We need to work at the roots first so that you can then like bring the fruit. Right. And it's like, ah, it's so important. I love that you brought that up. It's so, 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 so crucial. All right. One of the things I wanted to touch on too, you talk about, um, asking yourself a question and showing up for your future self. How do you teach someone to do this on a daily basis. Like just make this your norm. Cause I feel like this is like, this is magic right here. It's so funny because I literally just did it. So it's, it's something as small as going, okay. Like I had to do my dishes after I cleaned my cooked. Right. And I'm like, how stoked are you going to be? Sorry. Stoked is such a California word, but we use it. it. How excited are you going to be when you finish this podcast and your dishes are already done? Like, so I play the tape through and I do this thing. I'm going to tell you, it's going to sound dorky and I'm totally okay with that. Um, I do this thing where I thank myself. So like when I meal prep, I think, okay, what is, what is going to set me up? Like Mm. when I go to make a decision, because I know I get back in the gym, I'm going to be hungry, right? Am I going to grab the bag of chips or am I going to grab something I already made? So I always think, okay, what is going to set you up for success? Oh, doing the dishes, making, you know, meal prepping, um, doing my laundry, having my workout clothes hung up, like all those different things. My future self is me stoked. And then when I open the fridge, I literally say, thank you, Brittany, because I'm like, thank you for doing that. I'm so glad you did that. And I'm always like, I still to this day will get surprised at myself. I'm like, damn girl, 10 years in, we're still meal prepping, but it's it. 
it's actions that align me for the future. So I just think, you know, things with cardio when I don't want to do my cardio is 4 PM Brit going to be stoked that we did it in the morning. Yes. And I love when I like get to the end of the day and I'm like, did I do my, I already did my cardio. So thank you, girl. I see you. Like I see you and I celebrate it because it's such opposite action. It's such opposite action, but it's the stuff that you're like, you just get amped that you did. Cause you're like, Oh God, that makes me feel so good. And it makes me feel like I more in alignment with myself and like more integrity with myself and makes my choices easier. So much easier to make a choice when it's already done for you. Oh gosh, this is so good. So a couple things. One, you're celebrating yourself, You're celebrating yourself on a daily basis, 10 years in to doing this and practicing this habit. Like you're still stoked about it. You're still excited. You're still like, thank you, girl. You rock. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is so important. That is so important because guess what? Most people in the world are not going to celebrate you like period. And I think lots of the moms listening, especially will probably be like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Like I go through the whole day and I do so many things for everyone and I feel unappreciated and I feel like I'm not getting celebrated. We get to do that for ourselves. And Brittany just told us how to do that. And it's so (laughs) easy. So this is something that you can implement with everything, like Mm -hmm. with laundry, with chores, with things you do with your kids, with all of the things, what does your future self, what are your goals? Who do you want to become? What Mm -hmm. are the goals? And like, what are the daily choices? that you can make every single day that are probably unsexy. They're really monotonous. They're boring. They're Mm -hmm. easy to do, but also easy not to do. Those are the things that you can really get clear on and get aligned. And she talked about alignment. And I want to bring this up that will then make it so much easier to stay on track and so much Mm -hmm. easier to enjoy the process. And all of these things are essential when it comes to results. Like you can't hate the process and continue to show up for it. You just Mm -mm. can't. I mean, you can, but it's going to suck the long time. <laughs> right? well, I feel like you can for right? a certain amount of time, like, right. and then you're going to change part. and you're going to try something else. And then you're going to just like, keep bouncing. No, like, you're right. You're find right. Something you love, right. Just find something right. you love, find a way to do it that you love. So this is something that is a simple habit that you can totally implement. I love it so much. So let's talk about the alignment. You talk about getting, getting aligned with who you really are. And you mentioned that like, what do you mean by that? And why is that so crucial? Oh man. Okay. So there's this, I don't want to explain this. There's this person inside of you who you truly are, who you actually are. Then there's this person that you think you're supposed to be. So this person that you were either raised to believe you are, or were told when you were in fifth grade on the playground ground that you are, there's this story that you've created about who you're supposed to be and who you are. And there's some shit in there that we say that we act as true. Like we, we take things, you know, somebody said, you know, told me I'm too much when I was six, whatever. Right. And now we have this belief system that we're too much or someone told, you know, I have a, in my family, we have this curse. Our, our midsection is our curse. I believed that I was cursed for my whole life. Like this was just true. It's factual. We just cannot lose weight in our midsection because it's our family curse, right? And it's just, not, but I took it as truth, yeah. you know? So like, it's just, we have these things that are true. And then, and then there's who you actually are and what you actually desire. But often we feel like we have to please people be, play the role that they've decided that we are in our movie. 
and, um, and show up in that way. So I think the alignment with who you are is one really understanding what lights you up. Yeah. Like, what do you actually want? Who do you actually want to be? Outside noise gone and, and things are going to come up and your head's going to go chaotic when you start to like navigate if it's far from the road that you're on. But, you know, I thought I had to be this like business woman. Um, and I mean, like in somebody else's business, not an entrepreneur, I thought I had to like dot all the I's and cross all the T's like in a certain way. And then I was like, wait a second, I don't even like this. I was looking around my life going, this isn't even what I want. It's what I think I'm supposed to do and what I think other people are going to congratulate me on. Mm. Like where I'm going to get stars and accolades from outside sources and not myself. So I was completely out of alignment. And what alignment feels like for me is it feels like that internal tug of war where I'm just like, just a little irritable and a little discontent under the surface. And I feel a little bit like something isn't settling right. Like there's just this weird conflict going on inside my soul. What happened for me when I really kind of discovered like who I am or what I want, which is I'm continuing to discover, but it was this moment where I was sitting inside of my office and I was like, I just had this aha moment of like, this isn't even who I am. I feel like I'm playing a character in a movie. Like I'm showing up in whatever way. And so I blew up my world in that moment and now have like re brought it back together throughout the last 10 years. But it's like, um, you can feel it, but I don't feel, I don't think that you can feel it if you're not taking care of your health, drinking, drinking water, moving your body, fueling your mind with positive things, um, shifting your self-talk, uh, you know, eating the right, eating foods that make you feel good because your body's in survival. Yeah. So if your body's in survival, it's not gonna be able to feel what you truly desire. Um, and it doesn't give you enough space. <laughs> I kind of went a little off topic, it's like this, this, um, knowing, you know, I tell the girls, I coach, once you figure out who you are, you can easily ask yourself, is this next choice in alignment with who I am or out of alignment? And your body will tell you once you get connected, I know when something's not right with me. I can feel it in my soul. And I was never that connected before ever. I love it. This is so good. And I feel like one, I talk, my listeners know, like I talk about the heart tugs, like this is, this is part of it. It's like being in tune with yourself enough to know, Oh, yep. Yep. I need to take action on this. I need to, like, I got this idea. I'm not just going to let it fly by. I'm going to actually go do something about it. This is the stuff that up levels your life in ways that right now you can't even imagine mm-hmm. your life and your health, because right. this also goes into like food. And I always talk about, I think nutrition is so unique. It's like such a unique experience for everyone, bio-individuality and like all of the stuff, like we have to be in tune with how certain foods are making us feel. Mm-hmm. Most people don't take two seconds to think about that. Right. And so I love that this is part of like one of the things that's so essential for you because it is absolutely crucial. And until you're aware that you have this capability to be so aligned that you can make personal choices that are best for you, you mm-hmm. kind of just go through the motions and you continue to do what you've always done. And then you're frustrated that you're not getting the results that you want. And it's like, the cycle of just frustration and exhaustion and extremes. And 
you have like, there's a easier path. There really is. And we've talked about a lot of the things on how to make success and results easier. It doesn't have to feel so freaking hard all the time, but you've got to trust yourself enough to know what's the next best thing for you. What's the next Mm -hmm. best thing for you. And I think that's also really important because it's might look different than Sally Sue over here. That's slaying life. I love that you say Sally Sue. I call her Sally Joe. <laughs> nice. Oh my god. Sorry, Sally, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, she's slaying. So, so congrats. <laughs> Sally slaying. Sally slaying. Yeah. So oh, good. I love it. No, I could talk to you forever and ever. This is this is the good stuff. I feel like women, uh, they just need to know that results, success, joy, all of the things don't have to be so freaking hard. And Mm -hmm. I think that's a lot of the, the roadblock is like, gosh, yeah, I want those things. I want to feel better. I want to look better. I want to whatever, but I don't know if I'm willing to give what I think it's going to take. And at the end of the day, yeah, it's going to take some shifting in your choices. It's going to take some discipline. It's going to take some creating new habits, but in my opinion, discipline creates freedom. And when you can really create that discipline and make that your norm, where you really just lean into, gosh, I just want to feel good. Mm-hmm. What does that look like today? It probably looks like movement. It probably looks like sleep. It probably looks like water and good nutrition and all of the things that right now you're resisting when you really embrace, like, I just want to feel so good. What does that look like today? How, how do I need to act? What choices do I need to make? You'll start to naturally align those choices. To mm-hmm. that. And I think that's mm-hmm. super, super, super important. Yeah. And I have to say this one thing about that, the discipline I find like also bleeds out into the rest of your life in a positive way. (laughs) Like if you can nail this, you know, I was like super ADD and couldn't get things done and was always told, you know, I'm never going to be able to amount to anything if I don't, you know, start to focus. And once I started to own this craft, it just like everything else seemed way more possible. I started to know myself as a new person and started like taking off the labels that I was told when I was younger, you know, and started to create my own, um, evidence, my own evidence of who I really am. And it's like, no, I'm actually the type of person who like gets shit done. <laughs> I'm actually the type of person who like shows up and has integrity with my word because I've cultivated that within myself. And it, when you can start to know yourself as that type of person, people around you can feel that. You can feel, you feel safer with people who are in integrity with their word without them saying anything just by the way they be in the world. Yeah, And that's what I've found mostly has really like opened up my life is the type of people I call in now are just different than it used to be. I love that so much. That's, I think why I'm so passionate about health at the core. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that we get to build businesses where we get to help people take care of their health that transfers, like you said, into every area of your life, when yeah. you can really, really get control of that. And you really step into just feeling your best and feeling empowered and believing that you can do hard things and you can show up for yourself and you can keep yeah. your word. Nothing else seems impossible anymore. Like Mm-mm. you can literally unlock your potential in a whole new way. It's so cool to watch happen. It is. And it sounds, if you're like starting your fitness (laughs) journey right now, it sounds like really grandiose. And again, we have our own evidence of how this works. So you've got to create your own evidence because it is not enough. 
It's just a nice bumper sticker until you take the actions. It's just nice information to know until applied. So true. And it doesn't take long. Literally, it doesn't take long. You get a few days into really taking control of your choices. You will start to feel so freaking lit up. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm awesome. Like, this is so freaking cool. And that's what, that's what generates the energy and the consistency. You got to ride that. You got to ride that. But if you're doing like the all in for a day and then all out and all in, you're not giving yourself enough momentum to really like pick up and go. So commit to it, commit to the Mm -hmm. choices, commit to embracing new lifestyle habits, not just extremes that you don't want to sustain. And then just give yourself grace as you navigate it, because it's, there's going to be bumps and ups and downs and all of the things just expect it. Yes. A hundred percent. Gosh, girl. Okay. Where, where can our listeners find you? Where can they connect with you on social and all of the things that you have going on? Yeah. yeah. So basically Instagram is my like number one. I'm finally starting TikTok. Um, but Instagram it's at Brittany or at Brittany Carbone. So just my name. Um, and then just my website. So, uh, BrittanyCarbone.com. <laughs> Keep it simple here. <laughs> I like it. I like simple you guys. She is magic. I love your energy. I love everything you represent. We're like, when I was reading through your form, as I was prepping for this, I'm like, gosh, like we like are the same person. <laughs> I love this. Like so much. My friend. It's, I know. I love it. Instamates. Um, but you guys go, go get connected with her, follow along. She's got such great stuff to share. You need more of these types of people in your life, because the more you see it, the more you're like, oh yeah, that's doable. That's normal. If she can, I can. Right. So surround yourself with all of these types of people as evidence, as you're building your own belief, your own habits, all of that. Cause it's so, so, so powerful. (sighs) All right. All right. You guys share with us, share with us what resonated with you. If something stood out to you, really spoke to you screen share, tag us so that we know what spoke to your soul today and share with your friends. You all have friends that have struggled with body image, with sticking Mm. with it, with feeling motivated, with feeling like crap, all of the things. So hopefully something we shared can help them just get on that, get on that path to finding their norm that they love Mm. because that's where the magic happens. Yes. All right, girl. Thanks so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. You are incredible. You're awesome. All right, you guys, we'll see you back here in another week. Bye. Bye. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around before you head out. I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me. If you left this podcast, a quick review, wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your crap.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 